Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. <laughs> it's mean, like it sounds terrifying, but it also hurts your heart. Sometimes you just wake up on the wrong side of the... Of the bone the, throne. Yeah, you know in a romantic comedy when they have a meat boom? Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you still do that open mic? <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. He's got the body of King Louis. There is something planned that I do not want you. Go and find them! It should come as no surprise to you that we are an American show, meaning produced in the US. Because of that, we sometimes don't see stats and reviews from other countries because apparently, on the internet, we're still all separate for some reason that is probably dumb and based on money. Regardless, here's a lovely review by Patrick Gephardt from the far-off and mystical land of Canada. When I think of Dungeons & Dragons, I think of sitting around a table with friends, making jokes, and doing silly things to make everyone laugh. And improvised weapons is that. Full stop. Funny people making funny stories together. We couldn't have said it better. If you are a listener in a far-off and mystical land, hit us up at IWVTCast on all the things and let us know. We want to know how far our silky tendrils reach. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. 
Last time on the show, the gang met Yerk Gurk Broken Tusk, leader of the trolls allied with Elderzolm. They posed as the meat wagon delivery folks and attempted to sow seeds of distrust, spreading rumors that Elderzolm was unhappy with the trolls' performance and that their alliance was close to ending. They were so convincing that Yerkirk immediately went to his magic mirror to confront Elderzolm. Ildov slyly cast clairvoyance, allowing her to listen in on Yurkirk's conversation while the party crept out of the building. Elderzone assured Yurkirk that their alliance was as strong as ever, reminding him that he is expected to be at the feast later that day. Yurkirk turned to address the party only to find them gone and sent his trolls out to find them. And that is where we pick up. You headed north away from the castle. If the trolls are following you, you'd say you've got about a two-minute head start. Mm. Uh, where are you headed slash what you doing? Uh, uh, Ildov, um, can you, you can rearrange our tracks with Move Earth, right? You have that spell? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Maybe let's make it look like we're heading back to the edge of the mesa or something. Or I mean, I can only, uh, it, the range is not great, but yeah, I can. Oh, wait, my range is 30 feet. Yeah. I okay. Mean, oh, wait. No. Yes. From the exit but it's only like five. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a it's a five earth. foot square of ground essentially, once every six, six seconds. Every six seconds, okay, yeah. So it's so, a cantrip, so you can use it unlimitedly, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, okay. So you like, want me to just kind of run backwards and while I'm casting this to cover up our tracks? Or you could just have your hand on my arm and as we run, and you can just kind of look behind and cast it as we go. Yeah. What if you make a, like a false set of tracks heading off to our left? And then, or like keeping going the way that we're going, and we take a slightly different tack now, but you cover up those tracks. Yeah. So this is all an on the run conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're like, I mean, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, Mold Earth, here we go. Uh, I forgot. You don't have to roll anything. It just happens. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I couldn't remember if there was a word for it. No, I'll it's a cantrip. It. It's a cantrip, so. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I could also make, uh, I mean, this is not a cantrip, but I could have my, uh, my unseen servant go make tracks continuing on way, way <laughs> I mean, I'm already molding the earth. Right, but I, I think it might be able to go farther away from us. Oh, yeah. Feet. Let me just check on that. Oh, never mind. It can only go 60 feet away from me. That's not much of an improvement. Okay. Well, let's just go and mold yeah, earth behind us. Mold, yeah. So you all are going for broke. Uh, Ildov, are you like running backwards? Uh, I'm like running forwards, but every few seconds I turn around to like okay. mold it. Eowyn, why don't you press the digitation our smell away from our trail, and I'll I'll press the digitation some of our smell onto the tracks that Ildov's casting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the trolls maybe can smell. Ooh, we don't know if they can smell well. That's right. So yeah, sure. Every few seconds, I just kind of clean the air around us. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna help with that. I'll put a little bit of stank on the uh, tracks leading away from us, and then I'll start helping clear our trail as well. Okay. So you put some, uh, you lay down some some track stank, mm-hmm. and uh, start cleaning the air around you all as you are running, uh, and you are heading. Are you just heading north towards that that closest grouping of buildings? Yes. Okay. Right? So, yeah. Yes. Uh, so all told, it's about a, a mile away from from the castle to the buildings. Oh, perfect. Has clear points. He could have done that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you are sort of going forward, it's it's pretty much empty land between the the castle and those those buildings. Oh, no. 
given the rotting meat stench that was around the castle, you can assume no one really wanted to live nearby. Mm -hmm. So it's it's pretty open land, uh, but it's not particularly well lit. You are still in a cavern. So, so long as, you know, Cassian, you don't have your sword out, you guys will probably be unseen. Mm -hmm. You also, actually, let's get some perception checks. Like, are you guys checking behind you, seeing if you're being followed? Yeah. I'm also checking ahead to see if there's anybody watching. See if you're being pre-followed? Pre-followed, That's a 17, Sam, for perception. Okay. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I got a 10. Got a (laughs) 6. Someone want to roll for Yarfik? Oh, yeah. 17. 17, okay. So uh, both Cassian and Yarfik, uh, sort of glancing back, you can see that there are some trolls uh, who have sort of come out and started following the tracks. Um, and you guys have this sort of two sets of tracks now that are that are going. One of them, obviously, the, the false flag operation that you've set up. Mm-hmm. And there are two trolls who have taken off down, down the false lane, uh, but one is still sort of following your your set of tracks. Wait, I thought Ildov was erasing our set. You had Ildov making another set of tracks. W- yeah, she did that first, and then I thought she was going to erase ours as we went. Isn't that wasn't that what we said? So it's it's a cantrip, and you can cast it over and over again. But it's once every six seconds while you guys are running. You can only do yeah, can so only do many one things. Of the, one or the other. Okay, I thought I guess I thought we paused for a second to set up the false trail and like went slowly for a little ways while erasing tracks behind us. Oh. Or even, like, just firm up the ground as we go so that we're not leaving tracks on it. Can't you do that? Yeah, but then the false tracks are gone. Oh, the effects of... I thought it left permanent effects in the ground. Each one disappears. It lasts for an hour, I guess. Yeah. So they don't... It's not a... They don't disappear. They'd still be there. I, I, I mean, I know... I don't know... I hate to ask for a retcon, but I guess that was in my head what was we were, was what we were doing. At least for a little ways, we were erasing tracks behind us as we went. Is that not what everybody else had in mind? Yeah, I thought at a certain point I was erasing tracks, but I mean, I, I like I figured we would leave a gap of a couple hundred feet or so between the so, fake tracks and where we started letting our real tracks show up again. If she, yeah, if she can only do one or the other. It's not necessarily seeing... one or the other. Oh. It's just that you can't like make a completely new set and completely erase all of your tracks while you guys are right. like running away. Sure. If you had yeah, it all you the time in the world, to let obviously. The trolls gain on us a little bit to do this, but I figured it would be worth it. I don't know, unless we let them get so close they can see us. Yeah, I mean we don't have that much of a head start, and they have longer legs. They do have long legs. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. They don't okay. skip leg day. I mean... All right, uh, so one is still following us. That's fine. We can work with that. Yeah, one is following us. That's okay. Once we get to the buildings, I feel like we'll be all good. And then we can disguise yeah, ourselves well, or... Wait, for, uh, isn't Cassian casting prestidigitation? Or you're trying to doing... put... Cassian put stank on the other tracks. Oh, right, track And, and okay. Eowyn is getting rid of your stank mm-hmm. on your tracks. Okay. Should prestidigitation get, cover up tracks? It's it's good for cleaning stuff up, right? Would that cover like moving a little bit of mud around to make our tracks gone? Mm, uh, I think if it was just like tracks in dust, yes. But I think tracks in mud is a bit more than prestidigitation is capable of. Okay. Oh, you know what yeah. I'll do? No. Hmm. Nah. Never mind. Never mind. Well, this is this might not work. This might be very dumb. But I could cast Mage Hand to like tap the troll on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what if, could we use some combination of mold earth and the decanter of endless water to make like a mud pit trap for the troll for it to like funny. get stuck in? I think. I mean, I can. I think we have one troll following us and we're nearly. How far away from we. Uh, the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> 
what? <laughs> <laughs> How close are we to the buildings? <laughs> I'd say by this point, uh, you've probably cleared about uh, half the distance between the castle and the buildings. So you're you're a half mile in. You got another about half mile to go. And we'll say given, it's been about three minutes because you right. guys are are going for broke. Given troll speed, is that enough time for us to make it to the buildings before the troll catches up to us? Uh, roll nature. Oh, but we've seen trolls move. Yeah. Well, you so you're making an educated oh, nat guess. <laughs> nat twenty. Yeah. Real? Oh, okay. uh, it it is enough time to make it, provided that I mean you might like a distraction would help. You, you theorize you would be able to make it, but the trolls would probably be close enough to see you by that point. Oh, okay. But you could make it without making contact with them. Right. Should we stop and uh, fight this thing? No, what I could use, I could pick up a small rock and throw it um, with Mage Hand. Okay. Why do, yes, I mean, we could. Or like drop it on its head, you know, just to distract it for a minute so that we get like just a little bit more time. Yeah, by the time we get to the buildings, the troll will have seen us and be able to follow us, so why don't we do some sort of distraction? Why don't we do a decanted rendless water, big old muddy pit right here? Yeah, all right. So you're just uh, like, you're just dumping water in the mud. Yeah, I'm gonna leave like a big muddy- Quicksand! Like, extra muddy patch sort of behind us. With that much water in your mold earth ability, we can create quicksand on the fly. Yeah, can you help to sort of deepen it and like yeah. make it more of like a slur like a sludgy pit, like with mold earth while I'm- Yeah, so it? I'm done creating the other path and I'm just making sludge. Sweet. How deep so yeah, do you want it to be? I mean, it can How tall only... is the troll? Trolls are 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 large creatures, so they're they're pretty tall. They're you know easily a couple heads above Olash. Mm. Troll thigh height, yeah. waist, waist, belly button for well, troll. I can only go so deep. <laughs> okay. Well, right. You can go five. Feet well, you can do five feet, feet, feet essentially at a time. Okay. So okay, let's make so it ten feet deep. Twelve seconds. Ten, ten feet deep. Water, mud, quicksand. Yeah. Can I do that? I would have to stop, right? Yeah, you guys would have to stop because yep. you are, the plan as I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is Ildov is going to use Mold Earth to uh, disturb the Earth in, in essentially a 10-foot uh, column, mm-hmm. uh, a 10-foot squarish column, cubed mm-hmm. column. Uh, rectangle, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, and then uh, Cassian is going to use the decanter of endless water to mix all that mud up into a lovely slurry. Yes. Uh, so that it's essentially a pit trap for the troll. Yeah. I think five exactly. feet would be enough to at least catch a leg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, assuming the troll's stride isn't larger than it. Mm. But let's try it. If we just want to waste. Six oh, seconds. I guess I could. Well. Instead of doing 10 feet deep, I mean, we could do it 10 feet across. Yeah. Or if we take an extra set 12 seconds, we can make it, you know. We don't have time to have this conversation. We just got to do it. Yeah. All right. I say let's make, like, take, take, I think it's worth taking 24 seconds to do this right, but it's up to you guys. So let's do, I, th- this is the conversation we're having as we're making the first leg of it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, let's just make it longer, not deeper. Fair. I okay. Think that's so you a better chance of catching make it. this decision. You get to a good point where you can stop Ildov. You turn around, you cast Mold Earth, and you're doing, are you doing, uh, like parallel to you or perpendicular to you? Parallel. Parallel. No, so. wait. Well, just like back across the path that we just came. Yeah, yeah. so like straight, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Same, same angle as the path. Okay, right, so, yeah, so you cast Mold Earth twice and you, you loosen up all of the, the dirt and mud in this, in this 
10-foot rectangle uh, going five feet down into the ground. And then, Cassian, you're taking out the decanter of endless water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. assuming you're doing it on uh, on geyser setting. I, I guess if that's the most efficient way to do it, I, yeah. That's Well, Whatever. that's the fastest one. Yeah. It's the most mm-hmm. forceful. So you uh, gaploosh and uh, fire water out onto this, and that's going to take another six seconds or so. Like, it's a lot of water quickly, but you okay. still still takes a little time. The water sort of flows into it all while Ildov is casting Mold Earth, and she just sort of uses the last bit of the juice of it to, like, mix it all together, and it makes this grossish-looking slurry. It looks a little bit different than, the like, the rest of the ground because it's it's, like deep deep dirt and mud was brought mm-hmm. up to make this. But if something else has the troll's attention, you know, it might not notice. Okay. You can sort of hear the, like, the rhythmic squish plop of the troll's footprints. Squish plop. Um, you there, can't quite see it yet. Are there any rocks nearby? Um, are you look what, what kind of rock are you looking for? Just something that's um, 10 pounds or less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find a, a small... A, a, a smallish stone. Okay, then I'm going to take another couple seconds to um, find a rock with my mage hand and just... We can't see... Oh, I can't see the troll, right? Not yet, no. I'm just going to throw it in the direction of the sound. Okay, so you're throwing it back down the path that you all travel. Yeah. Okay, so you uh, pick up... Uh, we'll say it's a seven-pound stone. Okay. And with all your mage-handed might, you chuck it. But I kind of cast it from the side. like, Or I'm like... So you're throwing a curveball? Yeah. Curve the bullet. <laughs> with mage hand, though, so it's like, you know, a yeah. much more accurate picture than Ilda Of course, be. of course. While she's doing that, I'm going to slap a minor illusion on the sort of um, back half of the trap and okay. make it look like the normal ground so that if the troll comes along, he might see, like, one patch of different different looking ground but if he like steps over it he'll step right into more of it okay gotcha and then let's go let's boogie yeah so then you all uh start boogieing keep going um and you can uh still can't quite see the troll but that that sound of its running you can hear the footfalls and uh you keep going you keep going and um, and then the the footfalls that that rhythmic sound stops. Nice, possibly. Let's keep going. Let's get let's get to this get to these buildings. And yep. you keep running another minute or so, uh, and the buildings you can see them in the distance. Keep going, keep going. They're just getting closer and closer and closer until you make it to the the line of them, and you're now within this grouping of buildings. Uh, they're all like. 25 foot cubes arranged in in essentially like a grid this is definitely a planned housing development mm-hmm. mm. um, and uh, as you sort of move deeper in are you guys sort of changing your gate or anything yeah yeah we I don't, don't need to sprint look anymore like panicked fleeing yes no let's be cool and cool collected and out of breath and cool yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. so casual just four cool people with asthma <laughs> How they'd normally travel, yes. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you uh, sort of make it within to a point where you feel, you know, safe enough, maybe like two rows of houses deep, uh, and then you sort of stop running, catch your breath, sort of stand up straight and, like, dust yourselves off and just start 
walking through normally, trying to blend in. Uh, it's not super busy in this area, but there are people here and there. It's not a, like, leave it to beaver, sort of say hi to your neighbors kind of place. Not like okay. a white picket fence <laughs> No, no, not many people carrying woven baskets of flowers and no. saying hi, how do you do? And no, like no, it's ice not Beauty and the Beast. No. Okay. Um, no ice cream truck, no milkman. No. no milkman. Whatever happened to the... What happened to the milkman? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with him? This neighborhood milkman, the paper boy, the heat man, TV. None of it. No familiar friends waiting just around the bend? Nope. No small boy trying to trick us into whitewashing a fence. No. <laughs> that there is. But. <laughs> but he's definitely not actually a small boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a little demon. Yeah. Aw, a little demon. Oh, no. <laughs> what have I done? No, it was demon mothering instincts are kicking. <laughs> Your infernal clock influence. is ticking. <laughs> My infernal clock. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, so you are walking through, and uh, you you feel secure that you have escaped that. Great. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Sick. So. So now. Maybe demon spire. Yeah, I guess. Is that just for investigative purposes, or did we have something we were hoping to achieve in the demon spire specifically? There was some thought that uh, perhaps Ildov could, you know. Charm the demon. <laughs> Or at least be, be like, charmed hey, by you're a demon. It. I know a demon. I know a demon. Like, let's just... <laughs> let's, let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, quick question. Was it Ildov that came up with this plan? <laughs> it wasn't, actually. It actually wasn't. It actually wasn't. Wow, yeah. okay. You know what? That makes me feel I wouldn't credit Eowyn with the plan, but right. I would credit Aaron. Aaron, with the yeah. Plan. Aaron with of it. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to use this evil magic for... Yeah. Or unlawful magic. But ARN as Cassian maybe thought. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, I think we it can was actually. Together. We, I think it was ARN as Cassian. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's worth at least knowing what's up there. Do, um, see what we, we don't can see we still on the way. We don't know where Tizo's place is except like to the north, right? No, we just know it's on uh, the door, on the edge of the eastern mesa. We have no idea what edge. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, let's go then. I mean, we could also ask somebody, but we can just head our way up. It's not that kind of a neighborhood. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, we can't just like knock on the door and yeah. be like, can I use your phone? Yeah. Like, Cup of sugar. <laughs> Our car broke down on the road there. <laughs> we were just hoping to use We were just pet. hoping to get home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> we lost our troll. <laughs> um, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we went southern all of a sudden. Because hospitality. Oh, right. It reeks of that. Yeah. 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 People want to take care of you. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms Code Time. Here we go. H E A D S M I T M O D S. That code again is Head Smit Mods. And it's good until November 12th. Go forth and click Mary. Now, back to the show. Yeah. Okay, back up to the demon spire. Or back up. Just, we're, we're <laughs> heading north towards the demon spire. Okay. Yes. Northwest, yeah. Uh, Northeast, I mean. So you are walking through this uh, copse of buildings, uh, sort of cops? making your way to the road. <laughs> cool it, it's the cops. Okay. <laughs> uh, making your way towards the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So you walk north. Uh, sort of make your way towards that uh, pathway 
that you can now see in front of you. And you sort of walk out onto the road, and you can see that there's, you know, there's a little more activity on this part than you saw within the, the grouping of, of buildings that you were just in. But it's still, it's got a very different sort of tenor than the other Mesa and the lower city did. It's just, it's not as busy here. This really does seem like, like the muckety-muck mm-hmm. part. Is everyone in cultist robes? Like, it's not weird that we're in cultist robes. No, it is not weird that you're in cultist robes. Um, this is not like the the capital and the Hunger Games right. where they're all right. wearing, like, weird fuchsia and... And mm. crazy hair and makeup <laughs> stuff. Why couldn't we have fought a cult with some style? I know. I know. Uh, next time. Jeez. Yes. Next so, time. do people have their medallions out here, Sam? Is there a lot of that? Uh, there are some you see that have medallions out. Um, it's not uh, not everybody does. Um, so it, it's, in fact, there you wouldn't even say that most people have medallions, but you have seen some okay. uh, as you're looking around. So it's hard to say whether or not everyone has them and just a couple people are real proud. Do we see any um, people with obvious medallions, say, going into buildings that might appear to be their homes? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh, Roll investigation. Oof. Should we Uh, all? I'll roll too. Let's. Please, let's, because that was not my greatest Mm, mm. investigation roll ever. That was um, an eight. I got a 12. Yeah. So uh, as you are looking around, uh, you don't. Um, it, it looks like most people, at least in this section, are like going about their normal day-to-day stuff. Um, and given that you know the feast is, is about 12 hours away, this is, this is really like, quote-unquote, morning time, minus the, the sun being visible. Yeah, um, right. But people are like you know, going about their business for the day. So it doesn't really look like anyone's going home. Uh, people are people are getting to work. Sure, sure. Evil never sleeps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does seem like more than a few are sort of heading the opposite direction you are going, uh, sort of towards the bridge. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I sort of say sotto voce to the others, uh, you know, we, we should probably keep our eyes out uh, in case... We spot an opportunity to lift another invitation or two from somebody, you know. Aye, aye, right. Capitan. Especially people that look even a little bit like us. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, yes, are there any tall elves with big bushy red hair wearing a medallion that looks like she'd just give it to me if I asked? Roll investigation. <laughs> I didn't say give. <laughs> I didn't I mean, say okay. just ask for <laughs> 13 plus... Um, Oh, 21. Oh, 20, well, not natural. Not natural, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, not, no one with that specific, very specific set of circumstances about them. Right. Hey, Sam, how about just somebody tall? How about that? <laughs> That's not what I was looking for. That's not what I was looking for at all. Um, the, actually, let me, let me check a list of things real quick. Uh, there are, I mean, you you see more than a few elves for sure, and certainly more than a few of that more than a few are are female elves, and mm. female elves tend to have a pretty similar build about them. Yeah, uh, you don't really see any of them with quite as voluminous hair as you have, <laughs> um, but there are, uh, you know, there are there are analogs for Aowen around, and yeah, great. None of them are necessarily, like, medallion forward. Right. They don't. No, no an elf gotcha. wouldn't show it off like that. 
I don't think. Elves are very demure. Elves are very <laughs> demure. We don't show off our skills. Just kidding. Fireball! Um, uh, uh, no, okay. Okay. No one who looks just like, I mean, not just like me, but none of them are wearing a medallion that we can tell. So which way are you okay. all traveling on the road? Northeast. Because there are some branching paths. Yeah, I guess northeast if we're So heading. we're on this one? That road there? Correct. Okay, so we can either go... To get to the northeast, we are on a road that is going southwest. It's going northwest to southeast. So we're going on a road that's going perpendicular to where to we want where to, we go. Want to go. So we can Holy either rich. right. We can either go left or right, and then make the turn at the next fork, whichever way we go. I say let's go away from the bridge. Right. Fair. Oh, against the flow of people. Yeah. Well, it's not. So it's not that everybody is going oh. towards the bridge. Okay. Just the majority of people are going. Oh sure. The okay, well, then that's, that's fine. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Just be cool. And away from the bridge. Sure. So we turn right. Fred, are you okay yeah. with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm good with it. Okay. So you yeah. uh, you We're are heading in an way. easterly direction. Yeah. yeah. And you uh, walk through. No one pays you any specific mind. Uh, you don't see any of those sort of like roving bands of of guards over here, like the ones that you were accosted by, on or any the, trolls, the other mesa. Um, or or any other trolls as of right now. Mm-hmm. You make it to that first branch, uh, which would be a right turn for you, and that would uh, you know would go back down towards the uh, the troll castle. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you don't want to go that way. No, no we're, no, we're going no. straight. Okay. No. Um, so you continue straight, uh, and you make it to another fork in the road. Left. So you're making a left here, which will bring you sort of on a curve going back back northward and yep. east. And then you make it to another fork, which has a sharp left turn and a, a right turn. We go right. So you're going uh, right, which will have you continue going sort of north and east. Yes. Um, and on either side of us, there's some interesting buildings, so I'd like to look at them. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I just want to see what they are. Sure. Uh, roll uh, roll perception. Let's see yeah. what you let's see what you see. Um, oh my god. 16. 16 as well for Erwin and for Yarfik. I got a six. Oh, Yarfik got a nat one. <laughs> but Cassian and Erwin got a is is worried that he's going to give up the ghost somehow, so mm-hmm. he is literally just like like face down looking at the ground, mm-hmm. just watching his steps and sort of following along with everybody else, but he doesn't he doesn't want to be the reason that you all get stopped again at this point, so he's, right. he's playing it sure, real sure. cool, real close to the vest. Uh, Ildov is just thinking about about the kind of demon that you all are gonna meet. Yeah, I'm oh, excited. Oh, is it gonna be, what kind of emotional intelligence will he <laughs> <Yeah>. have? <laughs> is he handsome? <laughs> Does he surf? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, he's a writer. Tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's like a real moody-looking barista who like writes poetry. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah. His, his he had fourteen big tails. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> but Awen and Cassian uh, are are head up, looking around, keeping an eye on everything. And you see, uh, sort of to your left, there's this like broken-looking obelisk mm-hmm. in uh, in what is what is otherwise like a, a sort of barren landscape. Uh, there's no other buildings really right there. Uh, you don't see the other half or however much more of the obelisk there was. You only right. see sort of the the pedestal part and then it, it extends up about 10 feet or so and it's just like jagged break. 
could be the result of a number of things. You don't really know. You'd have to sort of go up to it to investigate. Meanwhile, to your right are some uh, larger buildings. They look like lodging houses. And then to your uh, to your left as well, sort of across that area where the obelisk is, uh, you can see a tall tower mm-hmm. uh, that looks like it's about 80 feet tall. Um, and it is rife with sort of cracks all uh, all around the outside of it. Uh, and it's covered, not covered, covered. You can see the stone underneath, but it's got these uh, like spider web strands of black ivy all around it. Ooh. That be the library? No, that's not the library. The library is that. Huge the library is, the, is the, the giant is a giant building that is way across the sort of area that the obelisk is in. Right, we can see oh, it. Okay, okay. This is very big mm. building. Do you think any of this merits investigation? Yeah. Well, one of the we, yes, uh, these buildings seem significant and interesting. So we're seeing obelisk here, tower there, and then next to the tower is the taller, thinner tower, which we assume to be the demon spire. So the the taller, thinner tower is the one that I was just describing. Oh. The other one oh. is, um, you can kind of ignore it. <laughs> Let's ignore it. Okay. Uh, okay. Not, not that you like didn't, I, I'm not I'm not penalizing you based on roles or anything like that. It's just that it was, it, it's, it was part of like the, the, the image that I had to put to get the image there that I wanted, but it's not actually a physical thing that is there. Oh, okay. So in our printed out map, that's not there. Correct. Great. It's just okay. like a cardboard tower that like some kids put together. Yeah. 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 It like, was, it kids. was part of a, it was part of a school project. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So then, so then the demon spire is the tower with the ivy on it. Yeah. With, you, so well, you assume. assume so. Yes. We assume. Okay. Well, let's, uh, I guess let's go check it out. Right. Yeah. Uh, what kind of vibes are we getting? Is it like? I don't, do we like, want to maybe check out this obelisk first? Seems less. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's go see. Yeah, what I guess we could do that. Less threatening. <laughs> Just see what it is. So you uh, walk out to the uh, the obelisk, which is off the the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no pathway out to it. Uh, the ground here is stable and not muddy, so it's just regular regular dirt and earth. Um, and you walk out to it and. Just in looking around, you can see that this area with the obelisk was once like it. It, it looks like it was the the obelisk was the centerpiece of like a nice garden at oh. some point um, that has since fallen to disrepair, most likely when the city fell. I mean, obviously, it's not upkept anymore. When you make it to the obelisk itself, you can see that it is this large, uh, like I said, 10 foot tall, uh, with this big, like, crack at the top piece of black stone. Uh, it's got kind of a shine to it, almost like an obsidian. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's hard to tell how tall it once was, but there's definitely more to this than is here now. Oh. And the inscription on the base says, my name is Ozymandias, gardener of gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Look upon my rose bushes, ye mighty of despair. Yep. How did you know? <laughs> wow. Uh, cool. So, um, is there an inscription? There is no inscription. It is. It is just uh, just a piece of stone thrust up from the ground. i mean, clearly cut. It's not natural by any stretch. Right. Um, this was was you know purposely placed here, but there is no inscription. There's no. There are no runes or anything. It's smooth on the outside, save for the cracks in its hull. So someone just planted 
the prop from 2001 a space odyssey yeah <laughs> it is like it the... is similar to the monolith but in in shape it's more like the washington monument right right ildov uh, is this magic oh can i detect what do i detect uh you cast detect magic and it is inert there is no magic on this okay hmm. okay um okay. well all right. no nothing really we can see else from it doesn't look I mean, I checked the base around it. There's nothing here. Just the obelisk. Yep. Okay. To the uh, tower. No um, <laughs> chandeliers on it that open hidden doors. <laughs> no. Yeah. No sconces we can pull. No. There no. are no chandeliers. No sconces. There's any no books? bookcase. Any books? <laughs> <laughs> um, there are no pressure plates. Yeah. Any bricks we can tap in a specific order. Nope. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nor is there an idol that you can replace with a bag of sand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I put a bag of sand on it anyway. <laughs> uh, and a door opens. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> door! Tezo's door! Um, okay. Is it the same material as the fly? Oh. It is... Uh, it Shiny and black. So uh, Ildov taking the fly out and sort of holding it up next to it. Yarvik um, does his stone lore thing or whatever to tell if it's the same stone. Uh, his, he uses his stone cunning. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It does look very similar, and it very well may be... Mm. Um, the, the fly may very well be obsidian as well. Mm. Um, probably from a different source. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like they're cut from the same thing. Oh, okay. There's no, like, fly-shaped indentation in the stone. It looks like someone cut it out of That's it. That's how you carve things. You carve the exact <laughs> yep. shape out of a larger object. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of course, everyone knows that. And then yeah. you pop that object up in the middle of a bed. Yeah. Um, Sculpture. But it does, uh, they do look like they Sculpture. are made of the same. Sculpture. Sculpture? Okay. Interesting. Sculpture. Sculpture. Um, so this is the, clearly a relic of the old city. Yes, yeah, so or something. Uh, not much, I don't know, not much to do with this. Let's head over to the tower then, yes? Yeah. Tower. Yes. Tower. 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 why don't you stay with the obelisk? Uh, <laughs> if you kids don't be quiet, I'm going to turn this cult right around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So is there is there an obvious entrance to the Demon Spire or what we think is the Demon Spire? Uh, so as you uh, walk closer, you can see that uh, right on the, the sort of floor level, right off the road, there's a little path that goes up to it. Uh, there is a an open doorway, like eight feet wide or so. It looks like there were double doors here at some point, but there are no doors now, no hinges either. It's just sort of this big, like, scalloped cut out of the wall that you can just enter through. Mm. Do the other cultists around seem like they're avoiding it? Is anyone going in and out? Uh, one, the, no one is going in and out, and it does seem like uh, uh, three out of five cultists are giving it like a wide berth. Hmm. Three out of five cultists agree. Yeah, <laughs> the other two cultists are right. like, Psh, I'm not scared of no demon spawn. <laughs> I'm not scared. I bet they so- they dare each other to spend a night in the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little kid cultists dare mm-hmm. each other to run up and just touch the building. Yeah. Right, right. All right, let's go. I mean, let's, should we just go in? Do we, none, none of us has really much of a plan for this, do we? Yeah, we don't know what's in there. We don't know. Yes, I mean, yeah. I, uh... All right, Cassian's going. Okay. All right, <laughs> okay. Ildev is following close behind. Sure. Nothing else just to do. Racked with anticipation. Just, yeah. But like trying to keep it cool. <laughs> so, uh, you go in through this open doorway, and inside the first floor of this tower is relatively Spartan. 
There is a bookcase with a lectern in front of it. It's sort of to the left of the entrance. Uh, there's a staircase uh, sort of going up the, the circular outside of the, the tower to your right. And in the center of the room is a shimmering column of translucent orange light. It's about 10 feet in diameter. Whoa. Whoa. A bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can see that there are symbols that look like they're drawn on the floor all around this orange column. Um, and they're all in different, uh, there are various different colors. Some are white, some are red, some are brown. Right. Brownish do I black. recognize yeah, any, do we of, recognize the any symbols? of the symbols? Yeah. You would recognize uh, various of the symbols, yes. Um, they are uh, letters in uh, a couple of different languages. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. I speak common, elvish, draconic, abyssal, and dwarven. I have oh. dwarven and common. Um, so they, uh, you see letters in uh, dwarvish, elvish, and draconic. Okay, I speak all those. But the the, the letters are, like the words are all mi- mishmashes of letters in these different languages. Mm. Oh. So. Is this a puzzle? As in, as in they don't spell out actual words? Or yeah, what are they like? So it's more that they, like, it's not a word written in Dwarvish or mm. a word written in Elvish. It's like a letter in Dwarvish and then an Elvish letter and then a Draconic letter. And it's all just sort of like mm. mishmashes no of these things. So it doesn't symbol, say anything uh... in Dwarvish or in Elvish or in Draconic. What if we, what if we like skip the intervening letters? You know what I mean? Like, if we just read the dwarvish letters in order, does that spell out anything? It, it, it's just, if you do that, it's just, like, two dwarvish letters. The the sort of groupings of letters are either four or five letters long. Mm. Um, so it doesn't really elucidate much for you. Um, are you going into the room at all? Like, what are you, are you sort of just, like, standing in the doorway marveling at this? No, I don't think we want to be standing in the doorway. I figured we were going to sidle inside and out of sight of the street. Yeah, let's go inside. Yeah. Okay. So you uh, enter, and you're sort of looking at all of these symbols that you see on the ground in front of you. I'm also looking at the books. Yeah, I want to take a look at looking at the books. As you enter into the room, a voice emanates from that orange column uh, in the center. What? What languages does everybody speak? Common, common, common and Elvish, deep speech. Common, Elvish, Draconic, Abyssal, and Dwarven, and Yafik has all those but Draconic. Damn, no, it has all those but um, Abyssal. Wait, Elvish. Yes. So I speak everything that Yafik speaks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And Cassian, Plus, what did you have? Elvish. Yeah. It's just common and dwarvish. I feel like a real, I feel like a real hick right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, a, between uh, Ildove and myself, we cover common, elvish, draconic, abyssal, dwarven, and deep speech. Gotcha. Um, so, from the uh, the column in the center of the room, uh, a voice that sounds like the grinding of rocks and the squeal of hot metal. Wilda, <laughs> just my time. Um, it uh, speaks out in general to whoever is in the room and will listen, uh, and it speaks out in abyssal. Oh, okay. Um, and in abyssal, it says, "Release me." Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So- Thank you for listening. 
You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com. And you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. As always, rate, share, subscribe, and review the show to keep us relevant. You don't want us fading into forgotten nothingness like the old memories from Inside Out, do you? Poor Bing Bong. We may not have Disney-style budgets, but that won't stop us from trying, and you can help. Go to patreon.com slash IWVTCast if you're interested in providing us some monthly support. You can also pick up a shirt from dumpstattees.com and use the promo code IWPOD to kick a buck our way. Or, if you see me on the street, you can just, like, hand me money or whatever. Just don't make it weird. If you'd like to help in a more time-focused and less monetary way, head over to IWVT.fandom.com and help edit our wiki. You can feel free to make it weird there. You have our permission. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime. Or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as the gang considers the ups and downs of making a deal with a demon. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a Puma Knife production.